0: Bryce Young is officially the starting quarterback for the Carolina Panthers. Would DeAndre Hopkins to the Titans actually work? The Birmingham Stallions are going back to the playoffs. But should Birmingham get more attention? What's the best spot for Dalvin Cook now that he's been released? And will Tyler Hero's return help out the Miami Heat? We've got all this and more on this Tuesday episode of Jake's Take. Let's go! what is going on everyone thank you so much for tuning in to jake's take as always i'm your host jake's take podcast at jake so 14 joining me as always is my co-host christy
1: hi
0: and you can find her on instagram and tiktok at christy marie underscore double zero and as always this is sponsored by variety sports network at variety underscore sport underscore you're home for all things sports and different forms and varieties well christy Obviously, we're a little late to this, but I texted this <laughs> you on, I believe, Thursday. But Bryce Young has now been announced as the new starter in Charlotte for the Carolina Panthers.
1: Yeah, and I wasn't super surprised. It did come a little earlier than I thought, but I think we were just all kind of waiting for that official announcement.
0: So you and I obviously talked about this, mm-hmm. I feel like, weeks ago. and Because, right. obviously, it's June and the draft is in April – And we thought that Bryce was going to be, you know, announced as a starter probably like week (laughs) six or something. Not, you know, this early out, like you said.
1: Right. And I think it's kind of just that, you know, you're the new guy. You kind of have to sit around and do your time before they can officially say anything.
0: Well, I mean, the thing with this is that I look at how, you know, Frank Reich handled this. He handled this really well. You know, he wasn't saying anything like that oh yeah you know just because we drafted him number one he's gonna start and he was saying you know things very much like Nick Saban said about you have to win the team over this truly shows the testament of Bryce Young as a leader
1: and I think it's just how it should be done it was good coaching and good management like you said you draft these number one players and you put them in expecting them to do a lot and then when they don't like your fan base kinds of turns on them so they let him prove himself first which gets people to like him
0: no and I have to agree here I mean let's look at just some of the previous number one overall picks I mean in 2021 with Trevor Lawrence mm-hmm. he was given a really terrible situation right I mean you know Urban Meyer had no idea what he was talking about as <laughs> a NFL head coach Joe no. Burrow was Late in his first year, but he got hurt, came back rebounded in his second year.
1: Yeah, and then then, even uh, more recently, if you look at Kyler Murray, I mean all the fans that already want him out of there.
0: I mean, exactly, or even Baker Mayfield in 2018. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So I feel like with this, it's you know definitely something where it can be hit or miss, but they seem like they want to handle everything with Bryce. You know, really well, which is crazy because last year I was I feel like creating all these episodes about how the city of Charlotte was just messing up.
1: Yeah, so they finally got something right.
0: So obviously now with this, the city of Charlotte can now send me a free plane ticket and send you a free plane <laughs> ticket because we seem to have fixed all their problems <laughs> and it's all yeah, to at us. least
1: some um some free merch or something
0: oh my gosh that would be great yeah you know if y'all are looking to the city of charlotte we will take you know some bryce young jerseys or you know maybe um tickets to a charlotte fc game or maybe if brandon miller gets drafted to the hornets a brandon miller jersey but i mean we solved all y'all's problems and we don't even live there
1: that, no pressure
0: So really with this, you know, enough about that. But obviously, if fans want to help tag the city of Charlotte on Twitter or Instagram so we can get more recognition from them, that would be great. Please do. But obviously with this, now my next question is going to be with Bryce being announced as the Mm -hmm. starter for the Carolina Panthers, what does this mean for the NFC South?
1: I think it's going to put them at the top for that division because, I mean, you have the Falcons, Saints, Tampa, and with so the Falcons, are, they say they're going to start Ritter, but I uh, expect to see Heineke pretty soon, and then the Saints have Derek Carr and Tampa has Baker, so I really look for them to be at the top of that division.
0: I'm going to be very biased because I am a Saints fan, but I could see the Panthers and the Saints being neck and neck Mm -hmm. for being the top two teams. Um, I I
1: will give you that.
0: (laughs) I think right now it's looking like no team, no quarterback has won in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers quarterback battle. I mean, you've got Mike Evans, you got Chris Godwin, a really good defense, but at the end of the day, you know – Tom Brady retired. And even mm-hmm. before they had Tom Brady, they weren't a good team with Jameis.
1: No, they and they didn't really have much of an identity until Brady came along. And that was their whole identity. So they're kind of looking for that again.
0: Yeah. So right now, Tampa Bay kind of gets an asterisk. And then same with, you know, the Atlanta Falcons. I mean, you draft Bajon Robinson, but mm-hmm. you know, you don't know who's going to play quarterback. Right. But speaking of quarterbacks, Alabama is now considered quarterback you. And also to everyone who is doubting Mac Jones, please continue to do that because he's going to be fine.
1: Yeah, I mean they did it to Tua, and look at the season he had before he got hurt. So, so they keep did it to Mac. All the hate. Yep.
0: So obviously, right now you've seen the posts everywhere about as Alabama now has four quarterbacks who have been announced as starters. I don't think there's any other team right now who has that. I mean, I believe Oklahoma, I I swear, I know this debate with Oklahoma is going to end someday, but it won't right now.
1: No, it's too hot of a topic.
0: So right now, obviously, you know, this should be a pitch from Nick Saban, but knowing Nick Saban, he's not (laughs) going to pitch that to recruits of, Hey, you should come to Alabama because we have four NFL stars he's gonna say no if you want to make it to the NFL you come here
1: he will but I think that situation kind of also just pitches itself
0: I mean I think it does too I mean if I'm a recruit and I want to go to a school that I know will get me to the NFL (laughs) I'm focusing on the SEC yeah and if it's defense, you know, I'll consider Georgia or Alabama. But if it's, hey, you know, you're an NFL quarterback and you played for Alabama in the last few years, all right, I'm going to go there. Yeah. Because right now, as it sounds, how exciting is it to say, oh, Stetson <laughs> Bennett went to Georgia and he and Jake Fromm were the last quarterbacks from Georgia drafted. And before that, Matthew Stafford and Aaron Murray
1: yeah i mean you would have to pick bama i don't see how you couldn't
0: no i definitely have to agree there moving on to our next point this is in regards to the tennessee titans and some i guess news coming out that D. Hop would be visiting them on an official visit so what are our thoughts here
1: yeah it's Tough because I, this isn't my pick for him, obviously, because there's some talk of him going to the Patriots. So that's where my heart is. But I could see it working for a couple of reasons. And I know you had pointed out to be a mentor for some of their wide receivers. And I could see that. And that would also, I think, help them compete, especially with Jacksonville, just to have that deep wide receiver room.
0: And I have to agree here. I mean, obviously, you know, having a wide receiver come in and be a mentor is great. I mean, you know, you had wide receivers who've done that before. Larry Fitzgerald did that as Mm -hmm. he was kind of declining in Arizona. You know, Julian Edelman kind of did that with Jacoby Myers. And you just saw more and more of that. So I think it's important to have that. And it's also very common in the NBA. Yeah. But... I don't know how to feel about this because right now, the Tennessee Titans, no offense to our Tennessee Mm -hmm. Titans fans or our Nashville listeners, but they need a lot more help on offense.
1: They do, and it's going to take more than just someone like this coming in. I mean, they almost need a whole overhaul.
0: So I think with this, and it kind of brings me to our next question of how much football does Mm -hmm. D Hop have left?
1: Yeah, I think he's – Like, young 30s, right? 31, 32. But he's
0: been in the NFL since 2013.
1: Right, and he's had some injuries. Yes, he had the hamstring and the bum knee.
0: And the suspension.
1: Yes. So, I give him one to two years max.
0: I feel like I could see three or four years for him. Mm -hmm. But I also feel like the Tennessee Titans should look in another direction. Yeah. I mean, there are also plenty of other free agents. Who knows? Maybe they'll bring in Ezekiel Elliott he can be yeah. a great compliment to Derrick Henry.
1: He could. And that's the next point. Like, I think, you know, when you have all your safeties and linebackers focusing on slowing down Henry, it's going to give any wide receiver more chance, but maybe they'll also focus on the wide receivers to let Henry shine.
0: And I mean, I feel like with this, you know, offense is what's going to win your games in the NFL right now. But even just looking at their wide receivers, you've got Traylon Burks, Jacob Copeland, who is a rookie, Colton Dowell, a rookie, Treshawn Harrison, a rookie. Yeah. All I see are rookies here and one, two years of experience. Chris Moore was seven years of experience. And from there, you know, and then Nick Westbrook-Akine, who was a great surprise for them. But you have a lot of no-name wide receivers right now.
1: Yeah, definitely no one who is throwing up numbers even anywhere close to Hopkins.
0: So, I mean, I feel like it would be a great, you know, sign to see how it works. But also, at the end of the day, you need more offensive fire power for this team. And this is where it comes down to how much longer can you handle Mike Vrabel at the helm? <laughs> because he hasn't really done too much in free agent splashes.
1: Yeah. And if they do not have a winning season, I would not expect him to be coming back.
0: No. And I mean, it's also, you know, stuff on how they have the new GM. And he's talked mm-hmm. about potentially trading Derrick Henry and Derrick Henry right. saying, What are you guys talking about? Yeah. So I think with this, you know, it could be something pivotal that happens, but I mean, I also feel like they should go after a younger wide receiver, maybe in a trade and see what happens, but they would also have to give up, you know, Derek Henry, which is kind of
1: hard. Yeah, that's where the business side of it comes in.
0: So we'll obviously check in and see what the Tennessee Titans do or what really happens with DeAndre Hopkins. But right now, you know, he is very, a very sought after, you know, free agent, and he's staying busy. And it mm-hmm. seems like Mac Jones also really wants him to come to New England.
1: Yeah, he does. I think there's a couple teams in the North that were looking at him.
0: Well, we'll see how that goes. I mean, that's definitely a big change from Arizona to going up mm-hmm. to Boston. Yes. <laughs> But moving on to our next point, the Birmingham Stallions of the USFL are going to the playoffs. We don't typically talk about the USFL, but since I live in Birmingham, it's very important <laughs> that we talk about the USFL and the Birmingham Stallions.
1: It is, especially since, you know, this is their second time going for the title.
0: No, absolutely. I mean, you know, they are won the title last year. They won on defense, and they're looking to defend their title this year. Now, they're coming off a four-game win streak. Mm-hmm. and with this they've also done it this year while dealing with injuries especially to former Alabama star running back Bo Scarborough who has not played since the first game of the season
1: which is really sad because I just I love to watch him play
0: oh no perfect. We he was just like another Derrick Henry pretty much
1: yeah he was
0: so I think with this, you know, for them to be in the hunt for the playoffs, they have one more game and then they'll go into the playoffs and mm-hmm. for them to have, you know, such a great year and perform very well. This is big for them, but this is but, also big for the city of Birmingham.
1: Yeah. And I think it speaks volumes that they are performing better as the season is ending the regular season. So a lot of their games were really close, but their last game they won, they won like it was almost a blowout.
0: Oh, absolutely. I mean, they have one more game, and then that game is a rematch with a team that they beat 42-2. to So, you know, to – well, obviously, you know, you never want to have your opponent score a safety, but still, I mean, to beat them (laughs) by 40 points. Right. But really with this, you know, this is, you know, huge for the city of Birmingham because Mm -hmm. right now we obviously talked about how there were – ideas that the stallions are being trademarked for dallas which doesn't make really sense Uh they took this personally and said we're gonna win and make sure that we can stay here for the Mm -hmm. city of birmingham
1: right and with that win i think the south division championship gets to be played in birmingham
0: which will be great and huge Mm -hmm. because home field advantage is huge And because Birmingham is on the rise. Now, I've been saying that for, you know, probably six seven (laughs) years. But I feel like I mean it now.
1: No, and it's really cool to see them, like, cement a team in that city.
0: No, and I have to agree because, you know, you hear the South and you think of Atlanta, Mm -hmm. Nashville, Charlotte. And you don't really think of Alabama. You don't really think of Virginia. But now you're going to start thinking of Alabama because you've got – Birmingham hosting the World Games last year, you know, they are the USFL title. I'm not saying that we need an NFL team, you know, because I know that people's concerns are, well, how would they compete with the SEC in college football? But it's also a state where you had a team go to a New Year's Six Bowl, a team mm-hmm. that went to the Sweet and a team that went to the Super Regionals in baseball all in the same year.
1: Right. And then your gymnastics and your softball.
0: So, I mean, I think with this, you know, Alabama is on the rise, and this is just kind of the bow on top for Mm -hmm. Alabama continuing to grow, especially for Birmingham, because right now we've talked about it. You know, there's so much to do in the South. But how does this, you know, get us to make more of our teams involved and people to get that exposure for them? Right. So that is always something you know, to look forward to. But enough about the city that I live in. Next up, obviously, we got a surprise with the release mm-hmm. of Dalvin Cook. But at the same time, it's not too, too much a release. So when you heard the news, what were your thoughts about this?
1: um again it wasn't one of those like super shocking things he's kind of I'm not gonna say on the decline like he I think he's just done what he's gonna do with that team so it's time for him to move on
0: I mean I guess I have to agree here but the reason why it was just such a surprise to me is because he's been a really good and consistent running back I mean I look at his stats from 2019 through 2022, he had a thousand yards rush mm-hmm. for each season. He's played more ten or more games, I think, every year except one year, and he's also had at least in the past few years six rushing touchdowns.
1: Right, and I imagine, I'm going to relate this to my own job, like with teaching, you get teaching burnout, and that's when you start to like either change schools or change a grade level, you just need something fresh, and that's kind of what I think maybe is happening with him. He just kind of needs a fresh start to keep going.
0: I guess you have to make some sense there, and I mean, also at the end of the day, too, they looked at Dalvin Cook and Justin Jefferson. And they really want to keep Justin Jefferson. Right. So I think with this, it's, you know, definitely really important here. But it was still a surprise because, you know, he's 27. He Mm -hmm. still has a few good years left. But also we've talked about it, too. Once you hit that 27, 28 as a running back, you're not as sought in demand.
1: Right. You've probably had some injuries by then. You are going to start getting slower. I mean, it's just what naturally happens.
0: And I guess you are right. But that leads us to our next question of what are the best fits for Dalvin Cook? Q <laughs> game shows down. We'll <laughs> figure that out in so, future shows.
1: Yeah. I have two choices that I think make the most sense and then I have what I want so the first one is the Broncos and I say this because they do have to replace Javante Williams with his knee injury and then the Chargers because we talked about this Eckler does not want to be there anymore
0: so I think both of those are great options I'm looking at this website right now and also I've been seeing this on Twitter probably since Friday a lot of people are saying the Miami Dolphins.
1: I see. That's where I want him to be.
0: So, with this, I think with the Miami Dolphins, this could work. You know, this could really work. And, you know, you put him with Tua, you put him with Waddle, yeah. and you put him with Mike McDaniel, who is basically a disciple of the Shanahan offense. <laughs> yes. It could work. However, you've got Raheem Mostert, Jeff mm-hmm. Wilson, and Miles Gaskin.
1: Exactly. All three-
0: are terrific running backs, but very underrated.
1: Right, and so they don't really need another one.
0: So I think with this, it's definitely something that I could see happening. But mm-hmm. you know, we'll just have to see. um Another team that is putting themselves in the mix is my team, the New Orleans Saints.
1: I have not seen that one.
0: According to this website, which I don't know if we should believe. Obviously, we <laughs> don't know the status of Alvin Kamara. But Mm -hmm. they did sign Jamal Williams, and they drafted Kendra Miller to handle the backfield duties. So with this, you know, right now, maybe looking for another reliable runner. But here's the thing with this is that Dalvin Cook is a consistently good running back. So he's going to command a big contract. Right. So I think with this, you know, it's really... Important to see what could happen here. Apparently, Baltimore Ravens are another one. I I doubt it. No, I don't think they need that.
1: There, they've just spent enough money.
0: I would say right now the Miami Dolphins, mm-hmm. maybe the Kansas City Chiefs.
1: Okay, but Isaiah uh, Pacheco has
0: done pretty good.
1: Yeah.
0: So right now it looks like it's going to be the Broncos, the Chargers, or maybe the Dolphins. Mm -hmm. Or who knows? Maybe it'll be another surprise team. I mean, (laughs) part of me wants to say, no, the Patriots are fine. They don't need a running back. Yeah, I don't. Sorry. (laughs) I wish. So with this, but then it reminds us on other running backs. How's the market looking with other running backs right now? Because no one's moving running back wise.
1: No, and it's really interesting because we saw a lot of running backs being drafted. So maybe that's why it's kind of stopped, and they're gonna wait until after all these training camps to see how they're doing.
0: Jameer Gibbs for rookie of the year. What? <laughs> <There you> go. <laughs> but I mean, we'll just have to kind of keep our eyes up. But, you know, I'm not saying that the running back is a dying breed, but think about it. We have more 1,000-yard receivers now than we ever had with 1,000-yard rushers. It's become so much more common.
1: And I think just the positions are becoming more fluid. I mean, look at Derrick Henry. He's kind of played every offensive position there is.
0: Oh, yeah. I've seen him throw a few passes. I've seen (laughs) him block as a tight end, (laughs) which makes me say, you know, Tommy Reese – I would love for us to do a jump pass, but um, please do it like once. Don't do it all the time. Like right. Wayne did with those jet sweeps in 2016.
1: <laughs> no hate online.
0: The jet sweeps in 2016 either <laughs> would be a great play that would chart, turn into like a giant, you know, 30 yard gain, or would right. end up as a loss of the backfield. Pick your poison.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) But moving on to our final point, which is always Christy's favorite thing to talk about basketball. Uh,
1: So fun.
0: (laughs) So obviously it is the NBA finals right now, and the game is about to tip off. Now, Tyler Hero, Kentucky guard who played a year at Kentucky is expected to return to help the heat. Now, how big of a help will this be for the heat? Considering the fact that they're down three to one, I'm hoping it will be some help, but also this is, you know, if they lose the same, they go home.
1: Yeah, you know, I'm going to tie this back to Morgan Wallen. I'm sure you were waiting for it. I'm just rooting for Jimmy Butler because he warms up to Morgan Wallen. That's all I got. Wait,
0: since when?
1: <laughs> I, I'm i pretty sure I sent it to you.
0: Oh, wait, I think I saw. I think I'll think find it thing.
1: after the show.
0: Oh, Lord. <laughs> Right now, speaking of Jimmy Bogler, he does need help from his friends. Right now, a lot of the team has struggled from shooting the three. And this is, you know, win or go home. And obviously, Tyler Hero, or as other people will refer to him, Drac Harlow's best friend, <laughs> um, is very much needed. So he can be a spark plug. But right now, it is win or go home for the Miami Heat. And obviously, there's a lot at stake because if they do win, they force a game six. But if they lose, it's go home and the Denver Nuggets are NBA champions. And we don't talk about basketball for a while. (laughs) But as always, that is okay with me because we still have a lot to discuss on future episodes of Jake's Take. But that is going to do on this Tuesday episode of Jake's Take. As always, thank you so much for all the love and support. You can find this episode on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Amazon Music. We're basically on uh, basically on all podcast platforms. As always, you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok at Jake's Take Podcast, or my personal Instagram Jake 14, or my personal Twitter at Sides by Jake. You can follow Chris on instagram and tiktok at christian marie underscore double zero and as always this is sponsored by variety sports network at variety underscore sport underscore You're home for all sports different forms of varieties check them out they've always got a lot of great content as well to share as always drop a like drop a follow subscribe share this with your friends it definitely helps so much and we are so grateful and thankful for everything y'all have done to help us grow over the past year and a half And as always, you will be back on Friday with more great content. So as always, continue to be great. Be the best version of you can be. Be a light in this world because the world is still a very scary and uncertain place. And as always, we will see and hear from you all later. Take care.
1: Bye.